0: Hi there, I think it's afternoon. Uh, my name's Tom Canavan, it's nine o'clock here in the UK. And I think uh, one o'clock standard specific time and Eastern time is about 4 p.m. So thanks for joining us today. And uh, today we're going to try and talk about um, the journey from social drinking or drug use to addiction. Um, my history is that I've got 30 years plus professional and lived experience of addictions and alcoholism. Professionally, I've worked in one-to-one settings, residential settings, and in CPT settings for the NHS here in the United Kingdom. And personally, I've practiced an abstinence-based 12-step program for the past 16 years, achieving both drug and alcohol-free during those 16 years. So today's idea is, is to kind of have a look at the journey. What happens? What actually happens when people... Uh, 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 start on the journey of drinking, or, or or having a toke, and 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 then somewhere in between, there's a void, and we end up seeing people on park benches, or uh, 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 in you know in hospitals, and 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 on on street corners begging and wondering, you know, how how, how do people get here? Um, so. The kind of topics that we'll kind of talk about today is I think I've mentioned to you self-medicating uh, uh, that, 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 that somewhere along the line from enjoying a social pint of beer or, or, or a cup of smokes with your friends, uh, 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 we start to use the medication of alcohol or drugs like alcohol itself is an anesthetic. If you think back to the Civil War or, or, or any of the old wars, when they wanted to amputate your leg, you were given a stick and a bottle of whiskey. And and the, the whiskey did two things. One, it, it it sterilized the equipment that was going to be used if you were lucky enough. And two, uh, uh, it, it, it uh, uh, acted as an anesthetic to stop you feeling and if you kind of think of most of the drugs that people misuse, they tend to have an anaesthetic effect. So there's a type of self-medicating there. Um, we're also going to have a look at denial, uh, 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 the, the the kind of element of drink and drugs uh, uh, misuse that kind of tells people they don't have a problem, and uh, uh, it's a big subject on its own. And and really, as we go through today, just try and look at the similarities. Uh, in drug and alcohol misuse, and 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 the differences we, we can find loads of differences, but if we can if we can focus in on 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 the similarities, again we'll be looking at at, at, uh, at the hole in the soul, and and generally as we go through, uh, uh, the kind of ours presentation till about ten pm, here in the UK, uh, uh, um, we you know we'll take any questions as people come and join us, and uh, 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 see see if there are specific questions people want to ask. So there are several theories and strategies used to treat addiction. There's the disease model, uh, uh, supported by the 12 steps, and more recently, in the last 20 years, CBT and mindfulness approaches have become extremely popular. And there's a lot of uh, uh, general melting of both uh, and taking what works from each. Uh, for the individual to obtain and sustain sustain their recoveries, um, the journey as I see it, kind of comes through three phases the The, the kind of phases that that I've experienced uh, uh, clients go through are the impulsive stage, the compulsive stage, and the repulsive stage. In general terms, the journey towards addiction could be said to follow to follow these phases. We're in the beginning. Our behaviour is impulsive. We look at alcohol or drugs. It probably starts with the odd glass of wine, harmless with a with a Christmas meal or a christening. We're given a, a a very small glass of champagne to toast and 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 to to congratulate the birth of a child or or congratulate a wedding, and you know family encourage that. And in Europe, it's very very uh, uh, common for families to allow their, their 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 teenage children to have wine at the meal and, and uh and that's on a frequent occasion that could it be on a daily occasion um so somewhere along this journey with with, with, with drink and and uh, uh, and and you know drugs uh, uh uh somewhere along this journey we then get from the 12, 14 teenage stage to the 18 early twenties, mid twenties where we're getting into more of a compulsive stage, we're we're now really legally allowed to consume alcohol, at least in the United Kingdom and most of Europe. the the the, the legal age for drinking is 18, and and uh, uh, many 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 people drink quite seriously from 15, 16, but legally it's 18 and we find that at this stage around this time or even before it we're entering into a compulsive stage of 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 of, of drinking and 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 using drugs generally you know we might be, have a job this stage or we might be at university and, and we're working hard monday to friday the weekend comes it's a, a, an, a an opportunity to let off steam it's an opportunity to go out with friends and 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 use these uh, 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 drugs really as a social lubricant. They lubricate the anxieties, often the anxieties and the insecurities that we feel, and, and experience at social functions. And they take the edge off. And they give us, often as well, they give us this little bit of Dutch courage. You know Dutch courage perhaps maybe to get on the dance floor and dance, maybe approach someone of the opposite sex and 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 say hi or or get over those initial hurdles that 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 are part of those those uh, uh, early years of kind of uh, uh uh formulating our adulthood um and the other thing that there is that that's very influential at this time is peer pressure so if you if you're involved in a community that uh, um that says drinking is fine that that that, that encourages drinking that, <laughs> that have drinking games like my own children went to university and, and I, I i used to shake my head watching them have drinking games before they went up the evening uh uh, uh they, they 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 you know i mean they would get together maybe 12 of them they would pool their money and 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 buy cheapish alcohol because when they got into nightclubs they couldn't afford to buy lots of alcohol in the nightclub so they went half timed up and that that was that was what that community of people decided they wanted to do and uh, uh, so peer pressure peer pressure adds an awful lot of weight to uh, uh, people trying things that, that they, they that they might not have tried and to maintaining that Uh, uh, because you want to be part of your group, you want to be part of the pack. Another thing that's come into play in recent years is the idea, I don't know how big it has been in America, but I I know here in the United Kingdom and in Europe it's been huge, we've had this thing that has been termed legal highs. It's no longer a a term that we're trying to use, we're trying to get away and call them uh, uh, psychoactive substances, because they are psychoactive. And, uh, but they were branded, and they came out uh, uh, maybe ten years ago as as uh, 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 legal. And we had what we had, had over in the in, in in Europe was we had head shops. Funny name, I know, but head shops was where you went and you bought your legal cannabis. You bought your your uh, uh, stuff. You put up your nose. Uh, uh, it was bath salts that, that people were using. A particular element was some bath salts. So, um, so so you know, this this compulsive drinking and using creeps up on us. It's it sneaks up on us really very unexpectedly. We see our friends and our family and wider society consume substance regularly with little no effect. We look at television and the movies and, and and we look at Hollywood, and you know, it's just like wow, you know, the, the amount of drugs that are consumed on on high-end uh, 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 uh movies you know it, it, it's quite hard to, it's quite hard to believe that, that that's it is real life it is real life and people do do take it to extremes and uh but again it's it's a silent it's a silent endorsement of of this way of life it's a silent endorsement of well everyone's doing it everyone's having cocaine everyone's drinking champagne I want to be like everyone else um, so, so this compulsive element uh, 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 really sneaks up in us in, in, in our late late teens, early 20s, and uh, uh, we're doing a lot of experimentation. We're doing a lot of experimentation. And and uh, we kind of look at the stereotypical alcoholic addict that we see begging on the street corner in shabby clothes, often dirty and, and unshaven, and, and we can see that link between how we might end up there and some of the kind of warning signs of moving into what we, we would now kind of move into is where we're kind of looking at has the compulsive stage moved into this repulsive stage uh um and and, and the repulsive stage really takes many forms but generally speaking the, the 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 kind of loud blower or the or 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 the kind of a, a, a Warning signs are are a little ill. Bit, bit finding that you have an inability, really, to say no to uh, uh, drink or drugs, uh, uh, so you've you've kind of lost this ability to to make up a decision. You've said to yourself, "Well, I'm only going out and spending ten dollars, or or I've got twenty dollars. That's all I'm spending, and and uh, I'm only having a." Uh, 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 one or two drinks. Um, And then I'm going home because I've got to study, I've got to be up for work, I've got these responsibilities. And uh, we go out and someone buys us a drink. So our one or two has gone into three and then someone else buys us a drink and it's gone into four and we borrow $10 of someone and it's into five and six. And we go to the cash point and we take out dollars that we don't have. And and although it's all done with good intentions, we find that, again, we have not kept to to our clear intentions that we set out. And we also find that that as we get into this repulsive stage, that our tolerance for alcohol and drugs really increases, where we might have had two or three drinks and we would have been very, very happy, (laughs) or one or two joints, uh, uh, we now are buying eights. And we're having bottles, and it's multiple, a uh, 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 multiple amounts of beer, multiple amounts of spirits, and and generally maybe those legal highs that we were offered uh, uh, are, are 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 moving on to more harder substances, and and we can see that our tolerance, we can now, it's a big thing in my in my home uh, uh, country of Ireland. You know, the big man, the big man is the man that can drink loads of, of, of alcohol and he's got the big ward of money. He's 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 the big guy. He's 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 the big man uh, uh, the rugby player type uh 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 and uh, uh, all the women all the women fall for him you know and um yeah we all want we all want to be that guy <laughs> and um yeah uh, uh and and still at this stage between compulsive and repulsive it's really uh uh uh, the the thing that 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 is really kicking in here is what we mentioned earlier this idea of denial uh uh uh, because alcoholism and drug addiction essentially are illnesses if we go down the illness route that 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 kind of tell you you haven't got them and and we're all kind of familiar with denial in some form or another where you know, uh, 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 you've, you've had some bad news, or family members had some bad news. The first reaction generally is, "No, that that can't be true. That isn't true." And, and um, but very, you know, with with most people, the the, the evidence, the evidence outweighs the the uh, the doubt, and and you become to accept. You get to a stage where you accept, well, that that is reality. That is the way things are. Getting on a little bit deeper into the repulsive stage, we're looking at alcoholic blackout and drug-induced psychosis. Now, what what are those? What do they mean? I, I was I was really personally very amazed to to find out that alcoholic blackout is when at twelve o'clock at night. I've stopped. I'm, I'm still dancing on the dance floor. I'm still being really nice to everyone. Uh, I'm trying to kiss this girl or maybe this bloke or, or something like that. I'm trying to have a good time. Other people are having a good time. But my brain has stopped recording what it is that I'm doing. And, and the, the acid test of this is when you wake up the next morning, your friends are saying to you, do you remember what you said last night? Do you remember what you did last night? Uh, do you remember getting sick in a taxi on the way home you owe the taxi driver 50 quid whatever whatever and and uh we 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 find that 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 when we go to drink this doesn't happen every time but occasionally we'll have this alcoholic blackout where we're we've stopped recording stopped uh 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 uh, um, uh, uh, uh remembering what what our behavior is doing and that would be the same for drug-induced psychosis uh, uh, although drug-induced psychosis can take on many different forms, but again, initially, initially we get so stoned that that we don't know what we're doing, we don't know what we're saying, and uh, um, more often than not, we find ourselves, you know, we find ourselves mentoring to ourselves, so I'm only going to have one or two, then I'm stopping. We find ourselves doing things like deciding that we're only going to drink certain drinks, we're only going to have beer, we're not going to have spirits, uh, we're only going to have cannabis. We're not going to have. We're not going to smoke heroin. Uh, 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 we're only going to do a couple of lines of coke. Uh, uh, we're not going to spend all our hundred dollars or two hundred dollars on 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 loads of co- cocaine. And and what we what we're experiencing here initially are consequences. We're experiencing consequences that 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 we'd rather not have. With with uh, uh, with. Are 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 drinking and and having a good time, and and um, th- this is compounded by the fact that we watch our friends, colleagues, family use with impunity. There's there, there's nothing happening. Them, you're do- you're doing the exact same thing they're doing, and you're the one that's ending up being spoken to by the police, or you know. Getting a lift home in 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 with blue flashing lights, or having to to uh, 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 visit the hospital, or maybe even visit a, a prison cell, uh, 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 you know. Uh, and what what we're experiencing here, what we're experiencing here, really at this repulsive stage, is a great loss of control, compounded by denial. This denial factor tells us, "I'm okay, I'm fine." We're not programmed to say. Things like I don't, I, I can't drink. I don't drink. Uh, uh, um, it's it's very very difficult. It's very difficult to um, get into the mindset that, that 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 this is a problem, and 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 people really go to huge uh, 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 into huge difficulties to to convince themselves that they're not they're not alcoholic, and that that really revolves around the kind of shame and embarrassment of the stigma attached to the word alcoholism or drug addiction uh, uh, as the last thing in the world you really want to be. Um, Just to give a a couple of definitions while we're we're going along, according to Merriam-Webster, denial psychology is a defense mechanism in which confrontation with the personal problem or reality is avoided by denying the existence of the problem or reality, and that was on the fourth of October, two thousand nineteen. And I think that kind of sums up this idea of denial. What it doesn't really give us is the depth and the the the, the depravity, depth and depravity to which denial can bring alcoholics and drug addicts. Uh, um, and and again, looking at this uh, uh, repulsive and. Uh, 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 compulsive it's it's really difficult to get an idea of of when is a bad habit an addiction when 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 does a bad habit become an addiction and uh, an addictive behavior is is uh, 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 is a behavior or stimulus related to behavior sex food drink or drugs that is both rewarding and reinforcing and is associated with the development of an addiction addiction involves addictive behaviours and are normally referred to as behavioural addictions and we mentioned really early on that, that, that when we're in this impulsive phase we are rewarding ourselves, we have this idea of well I've worked really really hard I've finished that essay, I've handed that in, I, I, I have uh, 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 achieved X, I've worked 40 hours I deserve, you know I've had a really bad day, I'm having a bottle of wine and uh, uh, we buy a bottle of wine on the way home. We may go into the into the shops, and it's it's three for ten dollars. <laughs> uh, over here, three for ten pounds is a really a uh, 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 normal kind of thing, where you get three bottles of wine for ten pounds. And uh, 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 and and you go home, and you have the first bottle, and you think, well, I I I've really got to leave the children to school in the morning, but I'll just have another glass out of that out of that second bottle. And um, for a lot of people, this loss of control means that before they know it, uh, uh, they've woken up the next morning and uh, 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 um, all three bottles have been drained. And 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 then that's it. Really depends. It, it's a long journey. So just to talk about uh, uh, compulsion versus addiction, compulsions and addictions are intertwined, and reward is one of the major distinctions between an addiction and compulsion. As it is experienced in obsessive compulsive disorder, an addiction is defined by a form of compulsion, and both addictions and compulsions involve operant reinforcement. However, in addiction, the desire and motivation to use a substance or engage in a behavior arise because it's rewarding, i.e., the compulsions that occur in addiction develop through, they develop through positive reinforcement, and um, and again, looking at the mythology uh, 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 of a kind of an Irish bar room with this big rugby player at the end of the bar with the roll of money and and buying everyone drinks, uh, 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 everyone's tapping them on the back, telling him he's a good guy, and 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 uh, 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 they don't know that when he gets home, he's, he's he's spent the wife's money, the shopping money for the week. And and uh, 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 a blackout in the front room, or 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 maybe become aggressive, um, and uh, yeah, it it it's, it's a false sense of security. So, thanks, Brandon. <laughs> I've just written comments there. So, what is the cause, and what is the solution? Both these questions, on their own, will require several hours of discussion and yet further years of receipt receipt research and experimentation. My my own kind of uh, uh, research and experimentation into this has led me to a really noted neuroscientist called Dr. Gabor Uh, Maté. Lots of stuff on YouTube from Gabor Uh, Maté, and in fact we'll do a couple of, I'd like to do a couple of further presentations uh, uh uh about gabor mate and uh, uh, uh his idea and few on 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 understanding addiction. Uh uh, uh it, 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 for me he weaves everything together to where it makes sense. He kind of says that 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 when we came out of the agricultural communities into an industrial uh, uh, uh setting We lost this sense of community. We lost this connectedness with a small uh, uh, number of people who we had like, you know, everyone in the village would have been your aunt and your uncle and your, your friend. You would have known everyone by name. You come to the city. The 1800s, you know no one. You haven't got a place to live. You've come there because you're poor and you want work. Your 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 mum goes to the workhouse, so she has to leave you. Your mum goes to work, so she has to leave you in 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 the workhouse in the eighteen twenties, and and in there the 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 maidens are giving uh, 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 the children opium because they don't have mother's milk. There's no there's no uh, 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 tinned milk to 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 make a bottle up with. So the only way they can keep a child who's screaming out of hunger quiet is to dab a little bit of opium and and pop it in pop it in the child's mouth and, and uh even up until the late 90s 1990s so we've gone 1820 we're now in 1990s uh 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 we, we we've been given our children uh, there there was a, a product called Nerf, nurse harvey's bright water i'm sure if you speak to 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 older members of your family i don't know there's three people viewing so so um i don't know what age group but uh, it was very, 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 very common. My mum brought us up on Nurse Harvey's Brightwater until the age of three for indigestion and for wind. We'd get a little tincture of Nurse Harvey's Brightwater and it was 12% alcohol. And, and loads of medications, over-the-counter medications uh, 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 for, for children, uh, um, ha- are laced absolutely laced with alcohol and sedatives. And um, you know, it, it it is from 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 the mid '80s onwards. I think when 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 Ireland kind of, Ireland and England kind of became more of a part of the European Union, uh, 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 these things became more noticed and started coming out of over the counter medications, or at least had warnings on them. And um and and even up until again the mid '90s, there was a very very uh, 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 uh common product called Kaelin and morphine, which was a, a kind of a five hundred ml bottle that was about one pound fifty, two pounds, which is maybe three dollars, three dollars fifty, that you could buy in the chemist shop across the counter and just drink half of what the morphine was in it. And uh uh, uh so so to get back to Gabor Mate and this 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 idea of connection that 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 um that the children are separated from their caregivers and and not receiving. He speaks a lot about this eye contact between the caregiver and the child. And, and you know, yourself, if you've looked at a baby and you go, goo, 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 <laughs> the baby will smile and you will smile and you reciprocate that smiling. And that smiling and connectedness releases the endorphins and the dopamine which which the brain needs to to, to 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 feel good about itself and to feel happy, and these are the normal uh, 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 experiences that that, that, that that in the workhouses we didn't get. And we move into the 1800s, nineteen hundreds. we're still in huge societies. We've gone to what we call the nuclear family, which which in the United Kingdom meant that that you had a mother, a father and two children and generally the nuclear family in the United Kingdom lived very far away from any relatives. So, uh, uh, um, again, if both parents needed to work, uh, uh, um, they would have uh, put the child into daycare. And and again, you know, that that daycare, as good as it may be, there wasn't this eye contact, is what Gabor Maté feels. There wasn't this connection between that caregiver and the child. He explains this really well from his own experience. He describes a time in 1935 where his mum has to ring the local doctor and and she rings up the local GP and little Gabor's in in, in the crib, six months old, and uh, uh, she says, Doctor, Doctor, I can't stop my baby crying. Uh, I've tried everything all day and my baby's crying, crying, crying. And and the doctor said, this is throughout Prague that all the babies are crying, all the Jewish babies are crying, because uh, 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 for them, for the babies, were picking up on the parents' anxiety and the parents' stress. They didn't know anything about Hitler, they didn't know about anything about Hitler moving into Prague, but they knew their parents were stressed, they knew that there was this stress in the family, and and to watch Gabor Mate explain this is, is a is a joy. It's it's absolutely out of this world to, to, to sit and watch him uh, uh, explain this thoroughly. And uh, um so so in, in essence, in essence what he's saying is that we have this disconnectedness uh, uh through not having this uh, uh, uh social um community. That, that brings us up and cares for us and loves us and then hey presto we find alcohol and we find drugs we find the dopamine and the endorphins that we've been missing and our, our, our brains just switch on our brains automatically switch on and think wow um i've been waiting for this and um so so If it is disconnectedness that is the problem, then it is connection and learning to connect that that, that is essentially the solution. And again, as I said, I'd like to go into Gabor Maté in in much more detail uh, uh, in a different presentation. There is no one solution fits all. Many people find different ways through drug addiction and alcoholism. Uh, uh, uh there are many different types of rehabs my own personal experience has been mostly with 12-step uh, 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 fellowships and and uh, uh, for me why the 12 steps work so well is they help me sustain the recovery if 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 i don't have a program to replace that culture of drinking and using then 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 the temptation is i'll go back to it and, and that's a temptation for many people if they cannot find a suitable substitute. Uh, uh, CBT has come a long, long way in the last 25, 30 years. I did CBT uh, 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 therapy for my smoking, uh, 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 again, 16, 17, 18 years ago. And uh, amazing with with with, with uh, 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 the CBT, it lasted about six to eight months. Um of which you kind of cut down, slow down. You you go into this phase where you're you're giving uh, uh, carbon dioxide tests. You're in a group. The group are supporting you very much like Weight Watchers and other types of groups. And and eventually you're 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 uh, 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 may use a substitute, uh, a nicotine substitute. And uh, eventually you're you're nicotine free. And um, the beauty of the CBT way of of living is that you don't have 12-step meetings you don't have to do inventories and and you know take your own inventory uh, uh and lots of other work that the things that like AA and the 12-step involve but it depends on what type of alcoholic addict you are how far how far down the scale have you gone um and, and again, when we when we stop self-medicating with drugs and alcohol, when we stop self-medicating with with um, uh, 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 over-the-counter medications, we, we 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 get our feelings back. We we feel shame and we feel guilt. And uh, uh, um, and and really, if we don't have a program with which to deal with those feelings or have, have some sort of therapy that's going to help us deal with those feelings, we're going to go straight back to anaesthetising them, which is what we've doing all along. Um, so, so the feelings of discomfort, stopping is one thing, staying stopped is another. Um, so this vicious self-perpetuating cycle of relapse and recovery, they in many different forms and disguises. Um, you know, you, you can you can stop using drugs and alcohol and become a workaholic, become a shopaholic, become a sport and fitnessaholic. Uh, uh, lots and lots and lots of people I know who get into recovery become fantastic marathon runners. Uh, uh, they love climbing mountains. They love that adrenaline rush, and, uh, 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 and 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 again they connect with being outdoors. They connect with with. Uh, uh, um, A par greater than themselves, outside of of um, outside of drugs and alcohol. Um, so we find in recovery that we need balance. Um, addiction can be so cunning, baffling, and 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 simple tools and ancient beliefs become basic recipes and a formula for a new way of life, uh, a life lived for so many. Today, uh, uh, when when Alcoholics Anonymous started in 1935, it was started by two people. One was a stockbroker in in Wall Street, and and the other one was a physician. He was a doctor, uh, Bill and Bob, were their names, and um, um, they were chronic park bench alcoholics uh, who could not say no. To a drink, uh, 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 Doctor Bob was also a drug addict. He was addicted to to prescribing himself uh, uh um, Dazepam, early sorts of uh, 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 sedatives because uh, if he couldn't get if he couldn't get the drink, then he would shake. He would go into what, what's known as the DTS, the delirium delir- delirium tremors, and and uh, uh, so the only way to kind of Knock those off is, is, is to have some diazepam, some lorazepam, uh, 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 um, some some form of sedative. Um, and these guys started off Alcoholics Anonymous, the two of them, in, in 1935. Uh, uh, they got a lot of help from, you know, the Rockefellers, uh, 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 the Goodyers, the Tire people. Uh, a lot of people put a lot of money into AA and and uh, uh, kind of... On, on a silent kind of backburning sort of way, too because prior to that there there was really no cure. Prior to that, in 1935, uh, 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 you would have had a uh, lobotomy. A lobotomy was seen as as a a, a sensible cure to a a a, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, to, to a a drug addiction or alcoholism. And again, if we look back at, at, at those. At those early, late 1800s, early 1900s, the opium houses in in many cities, and in, in New York, all over America, uh, uh, opium was very readily available. You'd go into a a brothel type place, uh, uh, smoke opium, and you'd be taken care of. And and uh, and indeed, our own it is said it is said that our own Queen Victoria Victoria uh, uh, was 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 largely addicted to opium until she met the amazing Sigmund Freud Uh, uh, and Sigmund Freud helped her get off opium by the amazing cocaine (laughs) because he was he was uh, he Sigmund Freud really 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 was the 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 father of cocaine addiction Uh, 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 he was he he really if, if you look at what he wrote and what he what he said and 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 what he prescribed and <laughs> uh, uh, yeah yeah sex and cocaine went went um, went big into Sigmund Ford's life, but the, the, these these drugs were seen as harmless. They creeped into society. They creeped into into high society, and um, and we have a doctor and a stockbroker who are both alcoholics on uh, uh, skid row, uh, uh, and, and hopeless. Uh, uh, Carl Young uh, uh, wrote several letters uh, 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 to 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 dr bob and bill and and uh, help explain uh, 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 what it was they were experiencing and how that was um affecting them and re- they were reacting to it um and uh, uh um, and slowly they got together with with the idea that that, that one addict one alcoholic could help another addict or alcoholic stay sober, and and that there was a like alcohol or drugs are a par greater than us, then then maybe some other par greater than us could restore us to sanity because they they kind of figured out with Carl Jung that 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 that, that insanity, uh, uh, the finest definition they could come up with was insanity was in repeating the same mistakes and expecting different results. This constant idea of i'm not going to drink again i'm not going to drink again i'm not going to use drugs again and then we're drinking and using drugs that is the insanity of addiction this 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 repeating the same mistake and and expecting different results and and what they found was they needed they needed personally an aa a power greater than themselves to restore them to sanity and and that that uh, uh, that fellowship has grown into here in Portsmouth alone uh, uh, which is a small city 100,000, 150,000 people, I don't know uh, uh, but about forty meetings a week the reason why we have such a large community of uh, uh, drug addicts and alcoholics is that we are the home, Portsmouth is the the home of Nelson, Lord Nelson Admiral Lord Nelson, so it is the home of the Royal Navy and it is the home of the armed forces in Aldershot. In and these are communities that, 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 that really uh, encouraged a, a big drinking and, and uh, 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 a real drinking culture. Uh, 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 you know, the, the Royal Navy, up until I think the 80s, used to give every man in service a tot of rum every day and um and, and 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 that was while you were at sea you were given a total of like i don't know if it's 40 50 60 black rum and and then when you get into port in the navy what are you going to do what does everyone see people do in the navy whether it's the american navy or the british navy you go straight to the straight to the bar get lots to drink and have a fight and um and uh, uh, uh so so that's why we've got a large community here i my 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 estimate as to how many people in the world now work in Alcoholics Non-Infamous Programme, I would have to say at least well, I would have to say at least 20 million um, and I think I'm being far, far too conservative. I think in the United States, it's probably like 100 million um, because the United States, it, it, it's a huge organisation. Uh, uh, it's a huge organisation in, in in the United Kingdom, and there are meetings throughout the world. So, so AA has been very, very, very successful uh, uh, at at helping millions, not just tens of thousands, but hundreds of thousands, millions of people recover from this disease. That prior to this, there was no no solution. And, and AA has spread it off. It, it, it's not allied with any other organization, but but it, it has been the father of Cocaine Anonymous, Overeaters Anonymous, Sex and Love Addicts Anonymous, CA Cocaine Anonymous, all these anonymous uh, 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 um, institutions which help people with different types of addiction. Uh, uh, and, and again, we mentioned things like Weight Watchers and that they work very similar programs they have a program of recovery um, and uh, 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 it, it's really it's really interesting and rewarding it's hugely rewarding to see people recover from addiction to find their way out of it uh, uh, a lot of people take a, a spiritual way out of it uh, uh, a lot of people take a religious way out of it a lot of people are taking the CBT way out of it uh, uh, and I'm um, just wondering if I could to just ask if anyone had any questions for a moment um, I was kind of thinking there would be a bit more interaction between myself and, and the community but what I'm hoping to do with this presentation is to put it online anyway to, 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 to offer it there for people to watch it in, at a different time on my mentor so how can my mentor help? Uh, uh 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 what I, what i would like to see is that we we could have kind of regular chats about uh uh, uh uh the different types of addictions and the different solutions to them and 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 just that idea of of that, that bill and bob had these these this stockbroker and and this uh uh, uh uh gp this doctor who kind of thought we're helping each other stay sober can we can we uh, uh, replicate that and help others stay sober. And I think with the digital age, the really next big addiction, the huge addiction that 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 is just about to go pandemic is sex addiction. So we'll talk about that for a moment. Uh, 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 why is sex addiction the next pandemic? Um, really, with the introduction of YouTube, high-speed internet. These things, again, that were happening 20 years ago, uh, uh, they they put a huge market of material in the hands of young kids. And and, uh, uh, really, the the, the estimates of the amount of people who have really a a, 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 a problem with sex addiction uh uh it, it really is at the moment there's so much shame and guilt around uh, uh involved around with with the idea of being a sex addict uh uh it, it's very difficult to get people to come out of that and to seek help um but hopefully we we've had some we've had i think richard Gere come out as as as, as a sex and love addict and, and certain people in, in 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 the spotlight have come out and said uh, i think Mel Gibson, uh, uh uh who 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 has been a, a recovering alcoholic for many many years and had the the odd uh uh really regretful relapse and and uh, 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 so they've, they've 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 kind of admitted that the that, that it's it's trying to live sober that really is the problem um yeah, guys, I, uh, I I kind of prepared my my talk to be an r and and kind of interactive, but I kind of have finished uh, uh, the notes that I've made. Um, any advice, Brandon? <laughs> and I do see there is someone else online. And I don't know who that is. I think your last statement is so true okay about sex addiction i imagine about the internet yeah 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 Okay. So, um, so I, 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 I don't know guys, there is someone else watching. I it shows me that there are many viewers there are. Um, um, I'm kind of, yeah, because I've, I've run out of, I've run out of my, um, printed stuff. Um, so, maybe talk a little bit more for a moment how how have you seen these issues get worse professionally over your professional work? Um, i I think I mentioned earlier about about this introduction of legal highs and and i and I read so much about counties in America legalizing cannabis. Uh, I know the California legalized it a long time ago and different states in America are legalizing it and that's encouraging other countries in Europe and throughout the world to legalize uh, 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 um, to legalize cannabis I would like to see more what I call decriminalization so what does that mean? What does decriminalization mean? It means that that, that if my 25-year-old son, uh, I've got twins that are, that are 21, so let's use the twins who are 21. If either of those wanted to use cocaine or heroin, that they could go to a chemist shop or go to a doctor and say, doctor, I'm going to use heroin. I want to use heroin. I want to use cocaine. I prefer that you prescribed it for me and that I went to a pharmacy, and that pharmacy uh, uh, gave me clinically graded heroin and clinically graded cocaine, and that I don't have to deal with uh, uh, guys on a street corner and criminals to get my drugs, uh, 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 that would be decriminalising decriminalising uh, substances, making them freely available through the proper channels. Being able to tax my kids if they want to use, if they want to use, uh, 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 like like alcohol. Uh, uh, with alcohol, I would like to see. With alcohol, I would like to see much, much more. Like we had on cigarette labels, we had cigarettes can cause cancer. They can cause liver cancer. They can do this. They can do that. Throat cancer and horrible pictures. I would like to see alcohol bottles communicate the risks of using alcohol. Um, and and uh, 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 and I would like to see the the the, the use of illicit drugs decriminalized so that, that that if you if you want to use then you know you, you get professional advice you get professionally graded you know you, you know how much to take you know, you know where it's come from. You know where it's been manufactured, um, and and as well as that, I think that the more that you decriminalise the ability for 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 people to uh, 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 get substances, I think people will not want to use it. Um, can I give any examples of that? Can I give any examples where I, I, I particularly fall back on 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 childhood? When we were told don't do this, don't do that, don't go there, even we were told things like don't play with that family. Well, don't play with that. There's a family you played with. You played with the people that you were told not to play with. You played over the fence that you were told not to play in. Once you were told that you couldn't do something, was what's 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 the big mystery? What's the large curiosity? And and uh, I I think that 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 you know. Over here, we've in Europe, we've got Amsterdam, which has had legalised cannabis for years, and it, it's been a, a mecca, an absolute mecca, for individuals to go on weekends, on stags, on parties, uh, uh, to, to go there and get absolutely off their faces, and uh, experience all these things, buy some, and even bring it home, and um, and and and. We're singing of different hymn sheets, uh, uh, and 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 the idea of having it tr- decriminalised, and earning tax from it, and and putting that money back into society, I I, I think that the that, that the war on drugs we keep hearing all the time about the war on drugs, the war on drugs has not worked, it has not been successful, uh, 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 <laughs> in, in in any way that you would measure success. Do you think? that being legally allowed to drink at 16 in Europe is causing this epidemic you're describing. Um, I would have to go back to Gabor Maté. And Gabor Maté says that it's this eye contact between uh, a caregiver, not blaming parents, uh, 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 um, you know, parents experience stress, but parents don't have enough social structure to support them. Um, and it's, we live in Europe on what we call a latchkey society, which means the children are often coming home from the school, they put their hand through the letterbox, take the key out, or the key's left under a pot, and they go in, and the parents aren't home for another two or three hours and And it is this disconnection, this disconnection with our community I think I think it is this disconnection that is at the root of not getting those dopamine and endorphins kicked in at an early age, and when we find them at sixteen, when we find that we can drink alcohol at sixteen and the dopamine and endorphins kick in. And the brain is having a party saying hey wow give me more of this um i think it doesn't matter what age people are going to experiment with if they haven't had if they haven't had a a a good form of connectedness as infants and children up to this three years Please watch Gabor Matty Addiction in the Brain. It's on YouTube. It's 104 minutes. I'd love to do a presentation solely on that because it really explains how important the the growth is both in in the mother's womb and those initial years of what we learn and pick up, uh, uh, even before we can speak. From one to three is where he really says that, that, that we either are addicts or we're not addicts. Uh, uh, I, I personally come from a family of five boys and one girl. Uh, uh, we've had one brother die at 42, drank himself to death. Uh, 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 my sister can take it or leave it. Uh, I have another brother who is an alcoholic of sorts. He collects wine and he collects whiskies. He doesn't drink them. He collects them. And and um, so and I think everyone, everybody has got this ability to be an addict or or, or, or an addict of some description. If we look at uh, doctors, my daughter, I've got a daughter who's a doctor, and uh, that girl is addicted to getting letters after her name. She must have at this stage about twenty, five, maybe thirty letters. Of different types of doctorates that she's got, she's a medical doctor, and uh, 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 and, and and her husband's a registrar. They're only in the 30s, um, but these people are addicted to learning. Now, now that's a good addiction. Uh, uh, we see people like Richard Branson, who's a workaholic, and we say, okay, we, we want to be Richard Branson. We might not want to be Donald Trump. I don't want to get political, but but. Um, uh, uh, there's another what i would class maybe as a as a as a as a workaholic type a type who 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 who's addicted to the dollar addicted to the pound note so so to answer your question brandon do you think that being legally allowed to drink at sixteen a year was causing this epidemic you're describing i don't think it's causing i don't think it's the sole cause i think that 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 there's a huge uh, 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 there is a huge social problem with with what we can identify, perhaps, as this hole in the soul, this emptiness that we feel inside that we must fill with something. And and for me, my gods, in the past, uh, uh, were drink, drugs, sex, and rock and roll. Uh, uh, I thought that that drink, drugs, sex, and rock and roll were all that mattered in the world. That 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 was uh, uh they were the gods, they were the church at which I worshipped. Um and um because I saw other people worship and and uh and I heard it on radios and and, and uh, uh, uh all that sort of stuff. So 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 um yeah yeah there there's there's a huge there's a huge lot to this addiction thing. Uh, 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 another factor may may influence it uh, in Europe. I don't know what the state is is, is in America, but 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 in the past twenty thirty years in 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 uh, uh, United Kingdom we've had a feminism has taken over. Feminism feminism has been the 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 revolution. that Karl Marx spoke about uh, uh, the proletariat that he spoke about. For me, were women and in the 60s women said we have had enough <laughs> we we are not being under the thumb uh, 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 and there's been a huge revolution in women's rights uh, uh there's been a huge revolution in 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 in, in women becoming single mothers uh, uh, uh and and i i think if 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 i were to speculate I would say that, 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 that probably a, a bigger con- contributor to today's current uh, uh, difficulties are that, 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 that mums are really struggling to make ends meet. Mums, moms, you know, when, when, I was in, when I was in full-blown addiction, my ex-wife had to juggle five children. Uh, uh, and they all went to private school. Uh, 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 there was loads of money, uh, 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 all that sort of stuff but there was neglect, uh, 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 there was neglect, there was a father missing, there was a father who was dysfunctional, um, and, and, uh, 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 and these children are growing up with half a family. And, and and if we go back to Gabor Mati in the agricultural communities, where you might have 30 people as your caregivers, giving you this, this lovely eye contact and these ga-ga-gas and these smiles, um, you know, it, it it would suggest it really would suggest that 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 um, that it's more to do with the community, um, and, and and how we're raising our children, that 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 is is looking at this these sixteen year olds and they're lost, uh, and they are lost. As I say, my two youngest children are twenty one. Uh, 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 one of them is very functional. The other one is very, very, very dysfunctional. A uh, uh, 21-year-old young lady, uh, and and bless her, she she she's got difficulties with connecting. Um, and uh, 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 and and through my 16 years of sobriety, I've managed to repair some of that with my other children and with my youngest, 21-year-old son. We we we've got a great connection. But but I really think that this this when you watch Gabor Mate. On on the addiction addiction in the brain. If you get to watch that YouTube, I don't know how I can make that available for people, um, but uh, it's it's Gabor Mate addiction in the brain. It really opens up a whole new dimension and and way of thinking about what is happening as far as addiction goes. And as we, we were talking earlier about sex addiction, uh, I, again, what's happening to these young people. Uh, uh, in their teens and in their twenties now, is that they can't relate to women, and and women can't relate to men, and they think that a sexual relationship is what they've seen in porno videos, and 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 it, it's causing an awful lot of people, an awful lot of young people, an awful lot of pain, and uh, 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 hopefully a, a subject that maybe we might speak again at a later date on on my mentor if there's if there's interest in that. And uh, it, it's something that you'd like to discuss. I, I, I'd certainly do the research and do an Irish presentation on on sex addiction. But I think before we go there, I'd like to do Gabor Mate. Uh, we're up to twenty one fifty nine. Thanks, guys. You get me going. I'm really really pleased that, that 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 a couple of you kind of come in and come out and had a look and a listen. Uh, uh, thanks for joining us. You know what I mean? If, if, uh, if I have recorded this, so depending on how the recording has come out. I'll I'll put it onto my uh, uh lessons box and uh, uh, uh if you want to refer to it or refer back to it at least it will be there to look at. I hope Brand can give me some 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 help with that. And and just thank you for for uh, uh, uh you know for for being there. There's this idea of of a day and a time and recovery are 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 they things that I'm really really grateful to America for. Really, really grateful to people like Bill and Bob, uh, uh, that that stockbroker I spoke about, and that that GP who who really, really founded the 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 idea of 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 being able to recover from from what is sometimes terrible illness. And uh, yeah, uh, 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 thank you all very much for listening and and, and coming on board. Uh, and I'm I'm going to leave it there. Good night. God bless.